Morgan. And this is Black, black Hipster, Hipster, where we talk about black pop culture, gay pop culture, black gay pop culture, and, and sometimes, sometimes other shit. shit. Hello. Happy, <laughs> we both like happy Sunday, darling. Well, it's, you know, it's the, it's the end of World Pride mm-hmm. Month. And yes. it, it was the, the Pride Parade in New York today. And, and did you go out and wave your flag? I did not. Um, <laughs> I probably should not have put this noun later in my mouth just now, huh? Well, it's a pineapple uh, noun later. <laughs> One of your favorite flavors, along with bubblegum, you said? Which I haven't had. Oh, bubblegum was the best. years. Hold up, but you said they don't make them anymore. What if you go no. to certain parts? They don't Mm-mm. make them? Not bubblegum. I have never seen that. Mm-mm. Not since I was a kid. I told you they always make you choke. Mm-hmm. Like the the I don't know is it formaldehyde whatever it hit the back of that throat so hard on that first one. I thought mm-hmm. now and later's were for sure mm. all natural candy. They were good for you. Yeah, it's like that sesame stuff with the honey. <laughs> what sesame <laughs> stuff with the honey? Oh, on that stick. The sesame candies. They come on a stick, right? No, I've gotten it just wrapped in paper. What is? But I was joking because sesame candy is like just sesame and honey. And <laughs> now and later, this is like B40, yellow 12, formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. You know, I don't know, like dog piss and who knows what else. Like, it's all chemicals. What and is it the candy? Amazing. It, it tastes really good. glorious. So, so what are your favorite <laughs> flavors in now and later? Pineapple, bubblegum? Pineapple, bubblegum, tropical punch in that order. Tropical. And actually, it might be bubblegum, pineapple, tropical punch. Oh, an apple. Apple. apple the green good. apple ones. Mm-hmm. We used to put them on the radiator and then put like a rag on top and they used to melt. And then we just like pull them apart. Like a Laffy Taffy kind of? Yeah. Yes. Or we put them in like just hot water. We like boil water and we sit them in there until like you can just like pull them make that them stretch. That is so weird. That yes. is so weird. It's funny the things you used Ma'am. to do. I love Namalators. And then they started making those extra packs and introducing the, you know, and the extra like the, the three and three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, these are not as Oh, the good. splits. Mm-hmm. Those were gross. Oh Ugh, the splits were terrible. It'd be like apple and watermelon. Do they still do those? I hope not. You know, there's this old candy so store bad. that I've been to in Manhattan. It's in China. It's like Chinatown adjacent. I think it's in Chinatown. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. And you can go there and they have like a throwback to all these old candies. Not, I'm pretty sure there are candies. Well, that they look, got like Fifth Avenue bars. <laughs> possibly. They have like. Uh, what you call it? I know they have Navalators. They have like. Because that people still make Mamba. Yeah, they have much McCallits. They have a lot of chocolate Mars bars. bars. Never, yeah, Mars bars. Because I was in a store recently and there was. Well, they still have the bazooka. Is it bazooka gum? Yeah. The one that's hard and has the, oh, the comic yeah. strip. Yes. In there. Yeah, bazooka Joe. Yeah, bazooka Joe. They have the now, they have the. the what, the, bubble tape? The bubble tape. Mm-hmm. They had um, weird. Sour powers. The sour powers, and you got to get them out. Oh, they still sell sour powers, but now you only get them in the plastic thing. But back in the day, they used to come in a tub, and they used to always be stuck together. And the lady in the candy store, though, she just put them straight into, like, the paper hold bag. Hold on, hold on. What, is that? what is this? What like is the sour straws. Oh. Sour powers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or, like, footsie tootsies. The, the flavor tootsie rolls. Oh, yes. Which they I They were like. penny. Yeah, they were they penny. penny. Yeah, we they were to, penny. Yeah, we used to go to Miss Oreos or Mrs. O's, as we used to call it. And, you know, we got older, and we were like, that's a front, right? Because ain't no way... She running a candy store. 
I was like, I seen someone so grandmother coming out there. She don't got no teeth. I was like, so stupid. What up? A front Ms. for Always drugs front. or a front for No, gambling? she probably was running numbers and stuff. Okay, okay, no, okay. Mrs. O was like 80. She was probably just running numbers, mm. not selling drugs. Although, this other kid that we grew up with eventually did open up a candy store and it was a front for drugs. But we loved it because we knew him. So we used to go in and he would just give us free candy all the time. What was... Yeah, we have <laughs> to talk one day about this whole under, under like, the radar... Um, storefronts that are like illegally running gambling. Oh, the game. Oh, child. Because that, that was like a thing back in the day. My grandmother used to take us in the back of the bodega, mm. like behind the cat food. Mm-hmm. It was like a secret door behind and the you cat go, food. Mm-hmm. You go back then, it would just be like mad old people standing over these machines, and they used to be the old school ones that had like the pull down for the slot. When did they, like, I wonder, was it late at night, like, two no. in the morning? No, no, no. No, my grandmother used to take us. It'd be no, the middle no. of the day. No, I'm talking about when did they move their machine? Because machines get upgraded. They get new inventory for this and for that. So, I wonder, is was it the middle of the night? Say, all stores don't got a back entrance. So, how did they get those machines in there? I don't know, Sandra. That's not, I feel like, that's the last thing I ever thought about. Like, well, now it, I want to know. never crossed Because I want to know if they're still doing this. How the bodegas. We're able to run illegal gambling operations well, in the back of their machine. stores. Well, how often were you able to see, were they let you back there if you yes, became a company gra- by an adult? My grandmother, well, of course, I was a small child, but my grandmother would buy us a quarter water. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, that's the 25 cent juice. Yes, yes. They well, burn your throat a little bit. Cent. Well, how much of it now? I don't know. Oh. I have not bought a quarter water in decades. <laughs> we should decades. not be drinking Because like, like, sometimes they, they, and those are the, the You juices. can't drink it as an adult. It'll <laughs> no. corrode your inside. Yes, and it burns your throat. You're like, why is my yes, throat burning? It, it yes. definitely burns your throat. And you love it because those are the things that the, the, the cookouts or whatever, they come in the plastic bottle and they have that foil cap yep. and you just bite into it. You bite into protein. the cap, yo, and then just pop it. <laughs> yep. Yep, and sometimes you, you know they got fancy when they would get the plastic ones. You used to have to pull, like, it was like the oh, milk. Oh, yeah. They had the same top as the milk and you just pull it off so you could reseal those. Mm-hmm. But why would you, because there was like two ounces yeah, of, there wasn't of, of chemical juice yes, in there. You, drink it you, you drank that thing in five seconds like a Kool-Aid Cooper. Sometimes you would stay by the Kool-Aid and just squeeze it all into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes you get like the frozen ones, the ones that were a little bit frozen, so it turned out to be slushy, and they were so good. Oh, man, the things that we remember from my childhood. Yeah, you had to like, take the whole cap, all the foil off of that one. I remember when my brother didn't know it was called a quarter water, because you know our other siblings grew up in the project, mm-hmm. so they were way more well-versed in the street than we were at a certain age mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and my brother told him get me a bag of chips it was like barbecue dipsy doodles or something mm-hmm. and a quarter water and he came back with an actual water cause they used to have waters that came like that too and he was like what is this and he's like you told me to get you a quarter water he was so mad <laughs> how much was it he was, was like it I didn't want water <laughs> yes it was a quarter it came I... in the same exact thing as the juices that we called quarter waters I had never known this name until you told me. Quarter it water. might just be a New York thing. Yeah, because I don't remember ever buying. I, I know that they sold them in the store. Really? I don't know because we, when we grew up in Boston, we had a bodega um, on the corner. And was there a cat, Stanley? Because you cannot call it a bodega if there was no cat. I don't know if they were a cat. <laughs> there was a cat. There's I know... strict rules about this bodega thing, Stanley. No, but we you had a deli. 
No, no, no. It was. It looked just like a bodega. It just didn't have a cap. Oh, and it was God. owned by Latino people. I believe that they okay. were either Cuban or we Dominican. We might be able to let that one go. We'll yeah, it we bodega. used to call it the corner store because from Boston we say called it the corner store. Well, we called it a corner store too. Yeah. But it was, I mean, rather one word than two. Yeah. Just and then they, Yeah, and it was owned by a Latino family. And I remember the, the older man, he was very nice. The man who owned it, so he passed away. I, I want to know what was there, the neighborhood. And we go, I went back as I got older. And they were like, so-and-so passed away. We were like, that's so sad. Because sometimes we run in to get milk or something, mm-hmm. you know, right on the corner. And if we didn't have enough money, sometimes I would run out and I didn't have enough. So he's like, we'll get you late. Come back and give me the money later. That's so it was like, they knew. The yeah, they were in the neighborhood. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yes, and we used to get lots of candy from there. But you didn't call it a quarter water. No, I don't know what. We just called it a maybe a 25 cent juice. See? All that talking you just <laughs> did. Quarter water. Like a 25 cent juice. And you say it real fast, so, you know. Nah, quarter water's gotten a well, well, It's New faster, York, it's more efficient. That's true. Well, <laughs> every region has its own slang, obviously. Well, of course. Because I always remember one classic example is that. When after I, we were in college together, Brandeis, and they have Uptowns. I knew you were going yeah, to say that's the, the only Uptowns thing. thing. And I said Uptowns because I didn't really know what they were before that. It was like Nike sneakers. Nike and sneakers. I think I went back home and I'm like, Uptowns. And I'm like, what are you, what, is, what are these Uptowns? And so I showed Jeffrey a picture and he's like, those are Air, Air Force, Force Ones. Forces. Yeah. That's what they used to say in Boston. Yes, because uh, Joe used to say that. Forces. I have never Because I my had brother. a pair, and I remember him like, oh, your forces is whatever he, whatever Boston slang mm-hmm. for, for tight That's or for true. dope or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yep, these are uptowns. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what he was talking about, but I had to correct him. I think that's fine. <laughs> I think that's to each his own. And Joe, I mean, he grew up He grew up in Boston. Yeah, yes. he lived in Cambridge. He grew up in Roxbury. He grew up in Roxbury. Yeah, he grew up in Roxbury. Yes. Yeah. So, listen, everybody's a little bit different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're recording in Stanley's place this time. I mm-hmm. think Joshua just got home. Hey, yes, yes, Josh. Yes. Mm-hmm. We can see him through the double doors because they're, they're glass. Yes. Is that glass? That's real glass. Yeah, it's real glass. Okay. Yeah, we can okay. punch it to, to check. Uh, I mean, we probably shouldn't. Yes, he told me to put something outside of the room for him, but I totally forgot to do that. Oh, so he's going to have to so wait. Now- <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have to wait until we're finished he's recording. You could also pause the recording. No, 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 no. We're not doing no, that. No, we're not doing that because no, no. we found out that sometimes that's a really bad thing to do. Exactly. certain devices. Mm-hmm. And we're on our quick record devices. But anyway, um, so... I know today you wanted to talk about a whole lot of shit because a whole lot of shit's been happening. Exactly, exactly. It's and I, been crazy. I, I can't even, I don't know which one should we tackle first. Let's talk about... Reparations. Reparations, <laughs> and I was going to say that. So, <laughs> I, I know it's, it's it's one of your favorite um, topics. And, uh, well, anyway, reparations, which is um, sort of, I don't know, we should say payment. I'm mad you or, just said it's one of my favorite topics. <laughs> and we talk about it every six months. Uh, it, it it is sort of payment or what is it? What would you call it? Reparations. Payment. Right. I was like for, the best word for it is reparation. Yeah, it's for, a reparation for institution for slavery. And um, this conversation has come up in many years and throughout history so many times, and it continues to come up. And now, excuse me, a lot of the Democrats are speaking about it because um, it was brought up in front of Congress, or it's going to be brought up in front of Congress. It's called H.R. 40. Right, it's and a bill. It's a bill, yes. And it hasn't passed yet. It's very much in the beginning stages. And it's probably not going yeah, to. Yeah, it's probably not going to. If we're being honest. Cause... Yes, it, it, it's not. And it seems, well, from what I heard, a lot of the Democratic candidates 
are really sort of discussing it in the Democratic um, debates that they had recently, which I did not watch. Um, <laughs> oh, talked, I didn't either. Oh, I didn't watch, yeah. Hell to Cory Booker, um, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, um, Melanie, I forget her name, have all been talking about this. And they each have sort of, dip, not, not they all don't have different plans, but there are different plans about how to do reparate, how to go about giving people back reparations, and what does that consist of, and what does that mean? And it's just really been a hot topic for the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I know... Well, you can't forget, too, it was like Danny Glover. Was it Danny Glover? Danny Glover. I just made that up. I think it was Danny Glover. I okay. think it was Danny Glover. And, um, and Ta-Nehisi Coates. Yes, yes. You know, was... they went before the committee to kind of make a case for exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. And talk about why this is important. hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think just... For me, I think traditionally I'm not one... Because, you know, the 40 acres in a mew thing um, was sort of right after the abolishment of slavery where people who had been enslaved for centuries, their family would receive 40 acres. Right. They were promised, they were promised. hey, yes. we're going to set you up so black folks aren't in complete dire straits exactly. in the next I don't know how many years. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually know I've met two people whose families have gotten their 40 acres. And yeah. yeah, I always tell you that it was like one of my classmates like mm-hmm. Um, her family got their 40 acres and it's really interesting how like how hands off she is Mm -hmm. with black people (laughs) it's sad it's Mm -hmm. pretty fucked up Um, how she will like outwardly say out of her mouth like she's proud that she doesn't date black men and that kind of thing and um, it's weird too her family is very successful Mm -hmm. her parents are very successful I think one is a lawyer, one's a doctor, and then mm-hmm. I think well, her brothers are like rocket scientists or something like that. Oh, wow. Basically, her family turned that 40 acres into an entire township, and they are not missing any meals. Mm-hmm. And she went to some of the best schools, clearly, because mm-hmm. I went to some of the best schools. <laughs> um, but my family's poor, so there's mm-hmm. a difference there. Um, yeah, and it's really it's interesting to see. She's also one of those people... Who I feel like whenever we we didn't have a lot of like black classmates, mm-hmm. so when we see each other. There's always an, an embracing of each other, and she's that one person where it's like, oh hey, how's it going? But you know, like if you needed a job or if you needed somebody to just make an intro, she is not going to do it. She to me, mm-hmm. I get the sense that she embraces tokenism. Mm. And doesn't realize that even as the token, she doesn't benefit. <laughs> like yes. that, it's detrimental to her as well yes. as the token. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like you know, whatever. I know where she stands. And then a friend of mine married a guy whose family got their forty acres, yeah. and they also turned that into they turned that into like almond farms. Mm-hmm. In California, and I think they harvest like most of the almonds in the country, or something like that. That's good. And and he's, you know, woke mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. I'm just gonna use woke. <laughs> anyway, he's pretty woke, but his family not so much. And she said that his family straight up was about that brown paper bag test because mm-hmm. they are lighter skinned, and she is darker skin. She's not that dark. No. I don't remember. She's I half Chinese. Once. Yes, yes. <laughs> but she's not as light as his family. No, she's not. Family. Yes. She's not. But like barely. Mm-hmm. I mean his sisters are pretty light. Mm-hmm. His but he's probably the darker of his family. And he's pretty light. Yeah. But um yeah, they're all about that brown paper bag test. I think they there was an acceptance of her because she's half Chinese. Mm-hmm. 
So there was this, oh, well, the kids will have, quote, unquote, good hair and that kind of thing. It's really messed up. Yeah, it is really messed up. Because we've seen how that even affects people who don't have their 40 eggs in a mood or who didn't get that and who weren't able to turn something into success. And that, we talked about colorism, and that's still very much in the community. Right. So it's disappointing, I think, to see that there... It makes sense. I can understand it, that there are certain people who did receive that and felt like they were a little bit better than. And it's, it's just like... But well, it's not... It's lucky. worse than just, like, the better than. It's sort of like a... It's like still wanting to be white. Yeah. I don't know what came along with that 40 acres in terms of that obligation mm-hmm. to the white slave owners or the former slave owners mm-hmm. because it seems like, at least for me, it's like those are the only two examples of families that I know that got their 40 acres and they seem to want to be as close to white as possible mm-hmm. and yeah, to and- keep their lineage as close to white as possible. And it's really sad and it's really disappointing. And it's really... <laughs> Just disgusting and odd, I think. I, 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 what I want to do is I want to meet a family who's just like, honey, we are very black. We got our 48 right. guys you. We owe it. I know that they're out there. I know that they, they are have out there. To they be. have to be. They have to be. Because I know there are more families that got exactly. their 40 acres. And I always wonder, what was there a... They live in Baldwin Hills. Are they super woke? Like, I hope. <laughs> I wonder if there's a... And is there like a community? Like, was there like a tally or a count of which states receive their their uh, reparations the 40 acres in a move more where there are states who had a higher percentage of people who did receive and then yeah because i mean everyone obviously did not get that most and then, yeah most people didn't did get that. not get that <laughs> and then those people who did get that once they got that i wonder what were the obstacles for them that they had to overcome mm-hmm. and then how did that sort of work out like what you see in the, the deals that they had they had this land but sometimes i'm pretty sure it wasn't great land or some you know how how do they sort of manage that and turn that around into something good and i think people very often forget we're all very different as black people but it's just like it doesn't mean to me it's just like you got lucky it doesn't make you better than because you have this thing it's just like no sweetie you were fortunate or you had a certain amount of privilege that other black people didn't get. But obviously, we know your skin's still that color. So if right. you're walking down the street, you walk in the store. Classic example, Miss Oprah Winfrey herself oh, getting Lord. shunned at, was it Hermes? Hermes, yes. yeah. And Oprah is, for black people, I think, probably when we think of, name a black millionaire. Name a black billionaire. Billionaire. We're gonna billionaire. Name, we're going to say Oprah Winfrey, the first person. And homegirl was still very black. I actually wouldn't say Oprah though. Who would you no, say? I'm joking. <laughs> no, I do, but I mean there are other black billionaires no, no, like no. that. I would probably say Patrice Motsepi. No, no, I think there are other South and she African is a South coal Af- miner. Yes. I no, know. no, no, no. Um, Patrice is the husband. Precious is the wife. Okay. Yeah. And, and I know, like the one of the richest, the richest black woman in the world is from Africa. I think that makes She's sense. She's from Africa. Yeah. So it's like I we <laughs> know that there are other wealthy, extremely. Wealthy black billionaires. And even they couldn't pay the damn uh, debt for the reparations. No, they couldn't. $17 trillion. Dollars. They yeah. said it would be estimated. I'm like, give me my money. What would you what want it to look like? What does that break down to? Let <laughs> me see. <laughs> what would you want it to look like? Because I think that's where I'm sort of, if they decided to do this, mm-hmm. I don't feel as though it needs to be handouts. I don't, not Well, handouts. of course not. Like, yeah. they just can't. Like, yes. <laughs> A, the government ain't got that money. Like, the mm-hmm. U.S. doesn't have the money. That's true. They're going to get our reparations from China. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they not. They're going to get it from our tax dollars. People <laughs> oh, Lord, that. could you imagine? Oh, could you yeah. imagine? They're like, sorry, white people, uh, we're going to enact a white person tax uh, until the, the reparations are paid. <laughs> 
Josh and I would no longer be together. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, what they do is they take a little bit of Josh's check and you just put it in your check. How funny would that be? I'd be mad if I was you. Oh. I'm like, oh, they keeping it in the home. Josh should be so happy. Oh, yeah, it's staying like, in the home. No, yeah, I'm like, no, this, no. I'm like, sorry, Josh. They also took some yo check and gave it to me and Al. <laughs> we go out. You just wave the money at him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we still splitting this both ways. Josh, come up off that twenty dollars yes, for this <laughs> dinner. Like nothing's for free here. Nothing <laughs> yeah. for free. Maybe that's what it needs to be. <laughs> Black folks just go all the services and everything. <laughs> that would free be funny. for the next ten yeah, years. Everything, everything. That, oh, that would be amazing. not much money. I'd say on yeah. going out. I'd like they could do. Oh, shower! That would be amazing. How about they just wipe out my student loan? That's what I think. I think in order to do but, this, no, 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 forget that. Cause I'm already gonna sue my for my student loans anyway. You are. Somebody gonna owe me this money. What do you think you would want it to look like? Like, what do you have an idea of what mm-hmm. you would think reparations? No. I don't sit around thinking about, ooh, ooh, how can I get this reparation? No, 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 no. Of course, I don't either. I didn't think about this until this came up. How many Like, Listen, you are in charge. No. They're like, Miss Shawa Evans, you are in charge of the committee. You are on the committee. Come up with some ideas. What do you think is the best way? Because in like researching this and thinking about it, I feel as though, yeah, it can't be money. I would definitely want there to be ways that they could sort of either eradicating some debt in some way, a black people. There, are, it has to be monetary in some way. Oh my gosh, yes. The I implication agree. has to be monetary because, like, we're so far behind mm-hmm. monetarily because of all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, we don't care about some of them other things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, it all comes down to money to some degree, right? Because we have to be able to take care of ourselves and take care of our families. Yeah. So it's like, we don't really care if you sigh, I and me. And you're like, mm, mm, and don't want to give me this job because you just don't like the color of my skin. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that sucks. But it comes down to the fact that I can't get this job mm-hmm. because you have an issue with the color of yeah, my skin. Yeah, and that's my livelihood. That's, right. I'm not able to do anything. Because all that other stuff would would come after. Mm-hmm. I do think that there would be like a trickle effect. Mm-hmm. If, if black businesses were able to thrive and sell the goods that they sell that celebrate black culture, then it wouldn't be such an issue Mm -hmm. for people to just be more woke. I'm going to use it again. (laughs) Woke. Yes, I said it. You know what I mean? Like, we talk about, like, the issues in the beauty industry, right? And how we have this Eurocentric standard of beauty. Mm -hmm. But if there were more black-owned beauty companies and cosmetics companies that could thrive on the same level as some of these bigger companies... Then the message wouldn't be. Then the message would change, mm-hmm. right? And then what we would see would change, right? Yeah. They'd there'd be more billboards with black faces. The same for like movie companies yeah. and and um, television networks and all that stuff. There would just be so much more of it mm-hmm. that it would change the conversation because it's going to change the landscape of what everything looks like. Exactly. But people need the money to be able to do these things, mm-hmm. these projects, these businesses, like. It's it's ridiculous that black owned companies have to charge their black customers so much more money because they're getting so charged so much more on the back end mm-hmm. and they have to pass that that cost on to the customer mm-hmm. in order to have even the smallest margin of profit. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. It's really really sad. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it has to come down to some sort of monetary value because that's where the playing field is so uneven. That it can't trickle into these other things. Mm-hmm. Like if I can't make enough money, I can't 
put my kids into a really good school. I can't give my kids SAT prep and all this other stuff that these folks who are turning around are paying these colleges or these coaches 150 grand or whatever. And that's another thing. I can't even bribe a coach. No, you can't. So even act like it. my kid is on the soccer team so they can go to Yale. No, Jeez. not going to work. Not going to work so at unfair. all. It is unfair. And it's like we black people we want to be at a place where we can just bribe people to get anything we want. We want to do some a lot more lot white collar crimes, you know. I, I would like to be in a position where I can commit those. So please give us reparations so Stanley can commit white-collar crimes. Yeah, and then not go to jail for them. Or, you know, go to go to jail in Connecticut, and it'd be real swanky. Yeah, I was going to say, or go to jail, but, like, it'd be super chill. Yeah, or, like, commit a whole bunch of crimes, and then they say I'm going to jail, but I'm really the scapegoat, and then they're going to help my family, help me, and I have a little nice little cushion when I get out. Because you know that happens all the time. This conversation took quite the turn. It did. It did. (laughs) (laughs) No, and like we joke and we kid because we have to in order to to not cry. Um, (laughs) When we look at the the sad state of things, Mm -hmm. it's really, really just we're not in a good place. And I'm just wondering if this... If this is just like the it gets bad before it gets worse kind of thing, you know, I mean, before it gets better mm-hmm. kind of thing, because it seems like things are getting worse. Things like, yeah. And it's great that we're having these conversations, but there are so many people on the opposing side when you see the things that they say, mm-hmm. um, hear the things that they say, and um, see how they really feel. It's like, whoa, like we are in the goddamn Stone Age. But then I think these people have, throughout history, you've always had people on different sides of everything. And it's like, I feel like it's, I feel like definitely education and conversation about these issues can help swing the pendulum like more towards the the right. Mm-hmm. More towards the right. Yes, yes, yes. But it, there's always going to be those people who feel like, nope, yeah, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Or because you are a certain color, you don't, the, you know, the fittest, what is the the fittest, strongest of the, what's that thing? Darwin. What, survival the of strongest. the fittest? Yeah, yes, I feel like Yes, I'm like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I was trying to, isn't that from Dar- Darwin? Darwin, yes, Charles Darwin. Darwin. Charles Darwin, survival my of the fittest. Charles, yes, yes. And then, you know, Mob Deep, <laughs> who enhanced on that. Yes, what did Mob Deep say? Survival of the fit, okay. only the strong yes. survive. Well, you feel like, I feel like there are going to be people who are always going to feel like that, who are going to just going to be completely to the left and completely like, I deserve this and they're going to want more. They're going to, they deserve this because they're just better. And that is not because of, you know, what they've been giving or the opportunities because they feel like I'm of a certain race or, or background. I'm mm-hmm. physically stronger. They feel like they deserve that. They're smarter. And I... I think that's what's scary. Those types of people, those types of groups, and I don't think racist. Away. Yeah, racist. <laughs> you mean racist. racist and sexist and all these things? Yeah, <laughs> misogynist. Yeah, it's, okay. And and it's yes, just, they will exist. They will always exist. But we definitely have to get to some place where this is getting better, mm-hmm. not worse. <laughs> like it's you know. I don't think we're there yet. Right, but the problem is, people felt like they threw us a bone. What do you mean we haven't come a long way? We had a black president. If I hear one more fucking right-wing conservative <laughs> say some dumb shit like that, like, these goddamn Republicans with this black president, child. And, yeah, we talked about that, too. It's like Obama's pretty, Obama's not president, but I'm pretty sure some crazy person will definitely call him a nigga. Or will definitely... Oh, they or, 
already Obama had. Goes to they places. call him Osama. Yeah. And call him a terrorist. Yeah, when he was in president. So it's just like, come on now. This is When not, he was the president. When he was the president. No respect. And yeah, no respect. And that's the main thing. People will say to their blue in the face, you have to respect the president. You no matter who he is, no matter what he's done, respect our president. Well, this one is President cheese doodle so Whoa. he's orange he looks like a fucking cheese doodle so yeah. there's no respect there I will never call him president anything I just call him Trump mm-hmm. or Donald yeah. the idiot with the red tie the monkey that sits in the Oval Office monkey, right now. Monkey, monkey. Yeah, he's a monkey. You know I like when Honestly, I think a monkey, a monkey could do his job better. The monkey could actually spell hamburger. <laughs> The monkey would Monkeys know that it's hamburger and mm. not hamburger. <laughs> so if they had a, the monkey looking that. at the side eye like, what are you yeah, like, he said hamburger, like, and a bunch of monkeys just looked up like, like wait, hold up, we what? Don't think that's What's right. That? <laughs> <laughs> it was probably a monkey that came and corrected him. Yeah, they were like, no, sir. You know, no. AKA Sanders. Yeah, <laughs> AKA Sanders. Like, so yeah, like it's like his whole little team of monkeys. Yeah. Actually, let me stop. Let me stop insulting monkeys like this. Yeah. Monkeys haven't done anything I'm very to They're cute. And they're intelligent and they're often sometimes cute. Yeah, don't keep them as pets because they often will rip sometimes. your face off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're wild animals. Yeah, they're still wild animals. <laughs> yes. So don't put diapers on them and keep them in your home. Yeah. But yeah, but, so... <laughs> <laughs> the issue, right, it's, and we talk about this every week, I mm-hmm. feel like that it's just, yeah, look at who's in charge, that person is just a representative mm-hmm. of a larger scale of what's going on in the country and how people really think and how people really feel. Mm-hmm. So this reparations thing, you know, it's it's going to get killed pretty quickly, yeah. I think. I think so, too. I think because, you know, they have, and they were t- thinking, they were trying to think, uh, people were talking about, what would we model this afterwards? And, you know, there have been um, instances in America where we've given reparations, I think, to the Japanese. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've given it to um, the Tuskegee Airmen, um, you know, with that whole experiment. Mm -hmm. And by the federal government, um, Florida to compensate... Well, the Jews got, um, I think that was from Germany, though. Mm, From Germany gave them, um, um, the victims, it it was an overall Jewish thing, but primarily I think it was targeted towards the victims of the Holocaust, and it was something like a large amount, I don't have the number. We're behind Germany. Can you, like, think think about that. Like, Germany made good on that. They gave more than $7 billion to Israel, and, um, but out of that, I think they paid like $89 million to some of the Holocaust survivors. So, yeah, we're behind this nation. And they've apologized. And even um, with, like, um, South Africa, they received um, compensation for victims of apartheid. I don't know how widespread yeah, I don't know how we gonna, I don't know if we want to talk about South Africa. Because uh, there's still a lot of stuff going on there. Well, yeah, because it doesn't solve everything. Because, right. you know, even Native Americans never received um, what we would call repra- reparations. I think them sort of putting them on their own land. Not even because after they took so much of their land. Right. They, it was like, oh, hey, you can have this land. It's like, but all of it was mine. Yeah. And, and Like, and what? Reducing their numbers to something is just like most of us, not most, I no, a it's large... genocide. Yeah, there's genocide. in a large population of, uh, a large portion of our population has never even met, I think, someone who's of who's Native American. Right. Not not necessarily of Native American ancestry or lineage. I think we all got a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah, we're we're American. Yeah. Especially black people. But I think you haven't seen that. And then to hear about all the things that they battle with, 
you know, on the reservations and, and how they're shunned and marginalized. And it that is something that is just, to me, it sounds like it's so difficult to come from. And we're black people and they are much lighter than we are. A lot of them, not all of them, but they are. And it's just like, they just, alcoholism and... Now I gambling. feel bad. Yeah, gambling. Gambling. And well, because that's what they gave them. They were yeah. like, here, you can have this teeny piece of land. Ooh, here's a casino. And here's a whole bunch of booze. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I did Teach for America, they said, they were like, do not choose New Mexico if you don't want to go to New Mexico because that's where they will put you. Because mm. no one wants to go there. And all the teachers in New Mexico was like, well, yeah, the kids don't come to school because, you know, half the kids will be like, well, my parent didn't bring me to school. And they're like, where are your parents? And like, at the casino, drunk. <laughs> like, just it's like, oh, wow. the parents that just, like, live at these casinos for the most part. The alcoholism is through the roof. The mm-hmm. gambling addiction is through the roof. And so the kids are just suffering. Yeah, That's it's sad. crazy. That's yeah. really sad. Yeah. Now you got me all down. I mean, <laughs> you wanted to talk about reparations, I guess, kid. I mean, eat. did you think that this was going to be a lighthearted kind of conversation? I guess it wasn't. I guess it, it wasn't. definitely wasn't. Listen, I was reading it said, I think it was in 2016, mm-hmm. that the unemployment rate, the national average unemployment rate was like 12.6% or something mm-hmm. like that. Amongst white people, it was like 8.8%. Amongst black people, it was like 22.5 or something like that. It was in the 20s. Yeah. It's like, yeah, then don't tell me that this is not a necessary conversation to have. Well, the disparity mm-hmm. is uncanny. It's unreal. But and for people to not want to recognize and acknowledge it is just disgusting. Well, I think people recognize it. They can acknowledge it, but they feel like it's for some other reasons than what it really is. Oh, whoa, oh, because, because yeah. you get the, well, we're not the ones who did slavery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, and, and still, that shockingly, one. they compare their own... You know, they came here and they was like, my dad came here with zero cents in his pocket and he was able to do A, B, and C. And I'm like, you're Italian, white, father? You know, who who wasn't, you know, everyone has bought into this idea. Everyone had the opportunity to buy into this idea of whiteness, quote unquote whiteness, except people of color, except Mm -hmm. brown people. Because it's like, first of all, we don't look white. It's, and we keep, we can go into this. So it's just like you had Irish and Italian and all these different group, different groups of people who came into the country who were pushed to the sides, marginalized before, still not at the level of black people who had already right. been to the, in this country. And then who they fully also, were able. Let's not forget, there's a huge part of this that's being ignored. We built this country. Mm-hmm. The wealth of America was built on the back mm-hmm. of African slaves. Mm-hmm. America would not be where it is in terms of being the superpower that it is in the world had it not been for slavery. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it all the way real. Yeah. So, you don't think you owe us something? Yeah. Like, we ain't even no, an apology. Nothing. Like, like, you can't even go, okay, my bad. <laughs> it was wrong. Y'all were right. We benefited from this. You can't even do that. Yeah. And, 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 by the way, I just want to make sure it goes on the record. You need to do that, but that is not enough. Oh, no. <laughs> I, so, so I, don't, I don't want any of the white folks out there being like, oh, well, we apologized. We good now? We are not good now. It's going to take more than just that. But that is where you could at least start yeah. and acknowledge and recognize. But the problem, again, we spoke about this, guilt, right? People yeah. have, once they feel that guilt, and then it's just like, okay, well, once I admit it, I now have to do something about it. And that's the part where they get stuck. What, what am I supposed to do? Or I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give up. 
how I live my life. I don't want to be 2% less comfortable than I am so that person could be 30% more comfortable mm. than they are. Boom. And yeah. And yeah. that's hard. That's, that's, and I will say that's It's hard, hard and it's also selfish. It's, it's, also self, it's also selfish, but I think I like to think of it in terms of how we, like we talked about this before, how we live our life as Americans. And if other countries and other nations were like, listen, we need y'all to, you know, settle back or, you know, you can't go to the grocery store and have everything available to you. Or you can't ship, we export and, and, and import, I'm sorry, an amazing amount of our resources. And maybe you can't have, you know, that watermelon or those, 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 uh, those organic cherries. Yeah, people are like, no. <laughs> Blood no, no, no more almond juice. You or know avocado. Yes, avocado. People lose their goddamn mind. But it's like, could we give up those things so that other nations could be better and I think to a certain degree we could because expect yeah I think we could and we should we like, could and we should and I that think that shouldn't if we even were given, be that big of a deal I think if we were given the opportunity we could and I think that most human beings want want to live comfortably they comfortably they want the best for their families but they also don't want to feel like they're shitting on other people by existing right and we don't need and I think if everyone was in a in a main mind frame of sort of living without excess we could do that but right. it's just not the way that our world um is run i think it's hard and yeah. it's crazy too because i feel like i have been trying to be better at that mm-hmm. um not living without excess and i feel like i'm pretty easy like when it comes to stuff i'm like whatever like lots i don't of diamonds. care like no, yes. <laughs> as long as it's got diamonds in it oh, yeah, you know a blood diamond yeah i don't care where they come from <laughs> but like it's it's just it's interesting though how you get I think pushed sometimes to the limits because you try to be easy mm-hmm. but then it's just like but nothing is easy around you and then if you end up just being an asshole like everybody else. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Um, I'm thinking like the airlines. Mm-hmm. So I've been flying a lot for work and you know I'm easy whatever just give me a seat on the yeah. plane if I can not have a middle seat great but mm-hmm. if I get a middle whatever um, but then. It's like, all right, you get to the airport, you got to go through security. It's all kinds of crazy. Mm-hmm. They treat you so horribly. They're super disrespectful. I noticed, like, when I was traveling with my braids, they always fucking uh, did a head pat down of my hair. Really? But just this past weekend, I had this curly, like, silky wig on. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I cleared through it every time. That's interesting. They did a pat down of mm-hmm. your braids? They were like, oh, we need you to move your hair to the side. Touch my head a little bit. Okay, you cool. Oh, yeah, they do that. Black women with natural hair get hair pat down at the airport. It's a thing. That's a whole nother episode. Really Anywho. feel like you can keep something in your hair. Because so racism. Well, I mean, <laughs> That's race- why. What, it, what do I have in my hair? A box cutter? I don't know. What? I have braids. They are box braids. Fat ones too. Well, yeah, braids, there's nothing in there. Yeah, what would like, I put in braids? No, no, you cannot put anything right. in braids. So why did my my braids need to be pat down? Yeah, that's because they don't know. So let's, I'm gonna be real about no, something. They have, no, 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 no they're because, told to do that. I think that there's a decree. If a black woman has natural hair, you you do give her a hair pat down. Because black people have done it. A black woman pat my hair down. Well, I can I could see like if you had like. Your hair out and an and afro. Would Why? You put, what you is in my afro? In you can put something in it. Well, I'm thinking if you're if you're a crazy person, you put something in your hair. Yeah, but but, but are a whole bunch of white Jewish women with really big curly afros getting their hair pat down? They should get their hair patted down. If should my thing and is, do is a big 
different. And no, no, no. And I agree with you there. My thing was, if it's a rule, then always, like when we were talking but about the But that's what I'm saying. It's not a rule. It's not. It's like it's, not it's very a rule. much it's black racially women being targeted. targeted. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that at all. My thing is, if they were, if everyone would big, if they feel like big hair is a a potential risk. Yeah, but everybody be, with big hair is not getting pat down, and my hair was also not big. It no, was no, just no. Natural. The braids, the braids is. It's crazy. The mm-hmm. bra- I'm totally on point on board with you on that. The braids is crazy because I'm thinking too. I'm like, what do you mean the braids? What would you hide in here? Even braids- if I didn't have braids, what is in my? That is ridiculous. No, no, I think it's ridiculous. But I, the only reason that I would be understanding if they did this is like exactly what you said. And they were patting everyone down who looked like they could hide something in their hair. And that's no matter what race or what background you come from. You come from. Obviously, I know. That that's not the case. That they're targeting one group of people. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm going to start wearing a head wrap just to fuck with them. What happens? And then they'll thing? be like, take your head wrap off. Nope. I'll be like, this is cultural. You bugging. Yes, to because when the women, like, if you no, had a burka, if you had anything. What if I'm Sikh? Are they asking them to take off their head wrap? I, I highly doubt it. So. Of course not. Yeah. No. They're asking a bunch of black women going through the goddamn thing with their hair. Oh, you're, are their you Muslim? Hair. Excuse me, if you're Muslim and you are lighter skinned, they probably are not asking you to remove your. I know I don't that know. when you're. I've Muslims heard that catch when a lot of shack too, so this I don't know. I know that when you're. Um, they've asked people. They will take you behind a curtain to, a, um, to sort of be a little bit more sensitive. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think about that. Like, yeah, what, what about these men are. Uh, mm, interesting. Yeah, we got way off my point though. Uh, well, yes, we were. You know, that was the first you heard of them head pat downs, huh? No, that's the first I heard of that. Yes. Oh, it's a thing. It is a thing. Yeah, not a cute thing either. But anyway, we took a left turn. But I think I that do. I yeah. think that um, we should end here. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because um, we're out of time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, I had a great time in Dallas Mm -hmm. this past weekend. I was doing the event at DeSoto. So thank you for everybody who came out to support. Next weekend, I will be in New Orleans at Essence Festival. Yes, queen. Yes. Um, So, of course, you know, you can get tickets online at essence.com. Um, there's a whole tab just for festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't miss it anyway. I think if you log on to Essence.com, the first thing that pops up is like Michelle Obama. Because she's going to be there. Oh, I Michelle Obama's going to so be excited. there. excited. Michelle Obama's going to be at the Superdome. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. Um, we're also going to be, of course, at the convention center. We have Beauty Carnival. We're also going to have new two new uh, activations called Wellness House and Fashion House. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be super dope. I think Fashion House is new. I might be wrong about that. But Wellness House is definitely new. Uh, Beauty Carnival is Beauty Carnival, mm-hmm. um, which we did in New York at the end of April. So And we'll be doing it again, of course, as per the usual in New Orleans. It's going to be a good old time. If you haven't gotten tickets yet, I'm sure there are still tickets available for Essence hmm. Festival. However, if you are traveling, you might be a little hard-pressed to get a decent flight and also a hotel room. So, just, you know, if you think you might want to go, you yes. should do that, like, today. Accommodations um, may be difficult. Yes. And I'll try to post some things on my Instagram so you can follow me at Always Fashion Week. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... You can follow me at Standrick W., you can um, follow us at Black Hipster Podcast. Um, 
you can e- Gmail, Gmail. You can email us at blackhipsterpodcast um, at gmail.com. Yeah. And of course, rate and sub- subcri- subscribe, comment <laughs> on us, and uh, comment about us. Comment to us. about us to us. Comment yes. to us about us. About us. Yes. yes. In the meantime, bye bye. bye.